What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I have partnered with Element Lights to bring you all the equipment you need for 10% off if you use my code. A lot of you guys are into doing makeup, making YouTube videos, doing podcasts, and we use ring lights. So they have desktop ring lights, ring lights that stand up, tripods for your cameras, a tripod to hold your phone if that's what you're using to record. But whatever you use a ring light for, Element Lights has it. So go to www.elementlights.com and use KWC10 to receive 10% off of your order today. Don't miss out on it. What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me say welcome. Thank you for tuning in, and let me tell you a little bit about it. It is about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, guests, family come on the show, and we basically kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. And so today I have with me, like, I've known this person since the fifth grade, and she has been doing such amazing things. She has a book. She just started a podcast. So Tamara, you want to go ahead and say what's up and, you know, just tell them a little bit about you. (laughs) Absolutely. What's up, everybody? My name is Tamara. If you find me on the socials, you might see the name My come up a lot. That's my brand. That is the name under which I do my videos and podcasts and have the book. I have a brand called My Help to People, which is basically built around me ranting about it, whatever I want to <laughs> from one day to the next. That's how it started with the video series. Then I ended up writing the book based on the video series. And now I have the podcast called uh, My Help to People presents People Help the People, where Instead of just listening to me go on and on, I have guests (laughs) that, you know, offer helpful information from every episode. So I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. Uh, Y'all don't know, uh, Toto used to sing the the, uh, Pledge of Allegiance and National Anthem on the the intercom. (laughs) Every morning. (laughs) Every morning. But you couldn't tell us, you couldn't, well, you couldn't tell us you weren't blowing, though. We were like, oh, Christian, Christian doing that now today. She can sing. <laughs> yes, child, my early days. Now you can't get me to sing nowhere. People be like, can you sing? Nope. What a shame. What a shame. Y'all, she, she, got, she got pipes, y'all. Don't let her tell you nothing different. <laughs> But we got to go ahead and get into this episode. And, you know, we start every episode with a drink with cocoa. So the drink is the drink with cocoa is normally recommended by the guest on the show. And so this Mm -hmm. drink don't have a name. I should have thought of one, but it don't have a name. And Tamara did recommend this, but it is a mimosa, but mixed with apple juice and orange juice. And of course, a champagne of choice. And mm-hmm. I have never had this uh, mixture together, like mixing apple juice and orange juice. So I definitely want to try it out. But how did you come across this drink? <laughs> uh, so the apple juice and orange juice mixture, heard it from somebody else. 
actually uh, an artist that I'm a fan of, she posted about it. She's like, apple juice, everybody's kind of having like an apple juice, orange juice battle in her comments. And she was like, no, but you got to make both. I'm like, what, both? Tried it, obsessed. You put that, uh, you put that champagne on top of it. You're going to belch, but it's good. <laughs> Well, I love me a good mimosa, especially, you know, at brunch. So I'm going to have to try this out. If y'all try it out, you know, let me know how you like it. Hashtag drink with Coco and then at me, Kiki and with Coco. And so now that we got this drink, we're going to go ahead and get into the word on the street this week. So I got my we... glass here. <laughs> oh, thank you, girl. <laughs> Also, get y'all drink with Coco shot glasses on the website, www.kikinwithcocopodcast.com. Thank you, girl. Yes, ma'am. So, um, word on the street. So, we all know about, I think like maybe two weeks ago, this lady got on social media and basically said like she gorilla glued her hair <laughs> because she ran out of some gots to be glue hairspray. So, gots to be glue will lay your wig down, lay your edges down, lay everything down, you know, mm -hmm. and she ran out of it. She could not get her ponytail laid, so, or she didn't have no more spray to lay it. So, mm -hmm. I don't know what possessed her, why she just didn't use some regular gel, put a head scarf on, you know what I'm saying, like normal. What was the reason? <laughs> But she wanted this ponytail to stay. She did not want it to move. And she put gots to, uh, not gots to be glue, some Gorilla Glue on it. Gorilla and Glue. Gorilla Glue is not made for your hair. Gorilla Glue is made <laughs> to make things, materials like wood, metal, plastic, all those type of hardened materials to stick yes. and stay for a long time. So I don't know where in her mind she just thought spraying this on her head was going to be okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, like God, you said got to be glue is for like laying your wig and everything. Gorilla glue is for laying your house down. <laughs> it's, for, it's for making sure your bumper stays on your car. Right. In God's name, did you feel like it goes on hair follicles? But you know what? I knew she wasn't right. It's some. It's that's something amiss with that lady. When you look at her eyes and see them color contacts staring back at you, girl, this is like the early two thousands. Let it go. We. That's when I knew we wasn't playing with a full deck. Facts. <laughs> I knew it. Then when I heard the woman was fourteen years old, four zero, with five children, five children, and I heard she runs a home daycare. Yeah, I don't want my child at her daycare. Take her license immediately. Because <laughs> <laughs> she got no adult, <laughs> No, if you're telling me as a big-aged adult, you didn't know that Gorilla Glue didn't go in your head, what can you say to little kids? What if the little kid runs up to with the Gorilla Glue? What you going to say? Go ahead and put something in your head, too. <laughs> mm -mm. Let us pray. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So since then, she has, so she said she did not get on social media to like be looking for clout or attention. 
she legitimately was just looking for somebody to help her tell her how to get this glue out her head and of course it went viral and mm -hmm. people have started a gofundme account for her but mm -hmm. since she has had the surgery to get it removed she went to beverly hills a plastic surgeon out there performed the operation on her and mm -hmm. it was it would have cost twelve thousand dollars but he did it for free so the money that she did get from the GoFundMe, she said she is donating it to other okay. things they need. So I think that is good on her. Like she not just gonna take that money and be like, ooh, I gotta come up. But mm -hmm. she did get a come up because she said some of that money she was gonna donate. So I didn't look and see. I know at one point it was saying it was up to like twenty five thousand or something like that. Ooh, girl. I know she recently launched a merch line for this for this situation and it's called Bonded for Life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she got hoodies and t-shirts, y'all. <laughs> and I and I I have every reason in the world to believe that they're probably selling really well too. I'm sure. And it I'm doesn't sure. look like no bad merch. It actually looks nice. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm happy to I'm happy to hear she's donating a little. That's nice. Hmm. I said I'm happy to hear that she's donating some of it. That's nice. Yeah. That's admirable. Yeah. I, I'm curious what some is. How much is some? <laughs> right. How much is some? <laughs> but off of 25k. <laughs> but I I think what she did was crazy because. <laughs> The glue, like, regardless of what come up you got from this situation, like, you legitimately put your life at <laughs> risk. Who knows mm -hmm. what type of effect that that chemical is going to have on your body? One. Two, this mm -hmm. stuff sat in your head for a whole month. Month. Before mm -hmm. you got it out. So you probably got some burn, some burn mm -hmm. up in that scalp. You know what I'm saying? You might have little patches because mm -hmm. the hair probably the hair growth follicle probably been stunted, so now ain't nothing growing from it. I'm the like, follicles probably gave up. I feel like the follicles gave up at this point. They're like, oh, we're out. I was apparently I was we're not needed here. Any hair on her head when mm -hmm. they finally got it out, like because that shit was I like mowed down. It was down. <laughs> She had a she had a hair helmet. She had a helmet. <laughs> <Fact>. <laughs> she, made, she made a cast of her own head. I just, you know, I feel like no matter what happens from here on, I don't care how much you donate, you will always be a 40-year-old woman who gorilla glues your head. What if that stuff is toxic? What if it's seeping through your brain? Right. Like it just it just ain't no way. I would have been like, it just ain't that serious. Like, it's I get it. wonder this is laid down because I just used a little jam and some water. But, there you go. <laughs> but you still see little flyaways. You sh that girl didn't have not one fly away. Not one. That, not one. The, that the part parts you feel there. <laughs> yes. Them I've little, never seen parts stay intact that long. <laughs> was very defined. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know I wonder what the thought process is because she 
from what I understand, she went to the hospital. They told her, in 20 hours, we can have this junk out of your head. And she said, no, I want to go home. <laughs> take, I'm going to take the stuff with me and do it myself. And here in a month later, you still got this stuff in your head. You mean to tell me you suffered for a month when it could have been over in 20 hours? What well, was not clicking, sis? It, like, <laughs> I think she was trying to avoid the medical bills that came uh, with that 20-hour process. True. Yeah, now I understand that because they'll get you. You know, they'll charge you uh, $500 for a Tylenol. Girl. But the doctor that she went to in L.A., I think it only took him four hours to, mm-hmm. to get it out. They didn't say what the process was. They just showed her mm-hmm. hair after it was all out. But I, mm-hmm. I wish I could have seen just what the process was for him to do it. Because I know when mm-hmm. she originally went to the doctor, they gave her some saline water, I think. And some acetone packets. Like, what the hell is these little packets? <laughs> like, <laughs> alcohol pad. They they wipe it when they about to take blood. Uh-huh. And I was like, how is them little patches gonna get all that glue out? She would need every patch in the place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Also, I feel like for the I saw the video clip of my sister trying to like wipe the wipe the patches on my head and m- mama was going through it. She looked like on the uh, Temptations movie when they got that purse. <laughs> but she literally had to cut the ponytail off. Had to cut the ponytail off. I wonder Just how to get the breathing room. ended up getting cut off. Probably with a chainsaw. I imagine. I don't know, but you know, bless her. I, you know, the 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 glue is out. Yeah. So I hope from this day forward, she goes on to make better decisions. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Let Tessica Brown please do better, honey, because that was not the move in no shape, form, or fashion. And then why is her name Tessica? Girl, she from she from Louisiana. What? I get. I mean, Jessica was right there. Why? Why Tessica? <laughs> You know how black folk be. They want to be different. <laughs> but, uh, and then did you hear, like, some man said he didn't believe the the whole glue situation. So he used Gorilla Glue on his lip, and now he probably about to lose part of his top lip. And he deserves that. I'm like... You don't deserve I, lips. Yes, you don't deserve to have lips because... <laughs> <laughs> that was like, why would you even put that in your face? Mm-hmm. He did, he don't deserve lips. If he if he if he saw that whole debacle and said, you know, I don't believe, it. I'm gonna try it. You don't deserve lips. He didn't. Oh God, take those lips crazy. right on back from you. He ain't believe that. He don't deserve lips. Because I just I hope he don't get a GoFundMe. I just used some Gorilla Glue the other day doing a vision board and my fingers was getting stuck together and it hurt pulling my damn fingers apart. So uh-huh. I know you ain't got no skin on your lip. Mm-hmm. And don't you know how you gotta and when you get that glue stuck to your fingers you gotta find some fingernail polish remover and try yes. to undo Yes it. and I'm sitting here like trying to get the glue off my damn fingers. And then, and your fingers are never the same for at least a good week. Mm-mm. <laughs> Feel a little raw. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, no, nah, he don't deserve love. And I saw some other chick did something stupid, uh, similar to Gorilla Boo Girl. I can't, it's escaping me right now, but I'm kind of afraid that like doing stupid stuff will become a trend because Gorilla Boo Girl got Gorilla Blue Girl got verified on Instagram behind all this. I seen that. I didn't. I didn't appreciate that either because there are so many like legitimate content creators and things. Instagram puts them through the ringer to get yeah. verified. I'm talking about people. Girl, my following before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can't do shit, and you sitting here getting verified just because you put some damn glue in your head for being a idiot, a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing wrong, Lord? I don't know. I don't know, girl. <laughs> but we gonna pray for Tessica that she do better. Yeah. And hopefully, y'all can instruct y'all friends or deter y'all friends from doing these type of dumb things because mm-hmm. that just didn't make no sense at all. No, Anybody after this that does that, you deserve whatever you got coming to you. Whatever you gonna lose because of it, mm-hmm. you deserve it because you should know better. And you don't deserve a GoFundMe, or you don't deserve a free surgery, you don't deserve anything Mm-mm. but to sit, sit but with to your glue. With he your he should have his lips set for the rest of his life. <laughs> That's what he deserves. Put a little IV in his arm so he can eat and keep them lips set for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, other people's children. <laughs> but... We gonna go ahead and get off these dummies with the gorilla glue, and move oh. on to happier things. So, if y'all are an insecure fan or an Easter Ray fan like Ooh. us, then y'all will be happy to know that Issa is doing a show on HBO Max called Rap mm-hmm. Shit, and it will be executively produced by City Girls. <laughs> so at first i was like so is this gonna be a rap competition or but no it's an actual comedy show and i want to say they executively producing it because the show is about two high school friends who reunite to do a rap group which Mm -hmm. sound like young miami and jt Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what I saw. Um, I saw the uh, on Twitter the other day that uh, that the show was coming, and I did I didn't see what the premise would be. I was just like, man, I'm just so happy that like to get more Easter Ray content because you know losing insecure hurts, man. It's like because like insecure is kind of my thing, but you know, I'm like y'all got at least three more seasons than y'all. How y'all gonna do us like this? Y'all could stress this out. But I understand that all good things must come to an end, and I also understand wanting to end on a high note before your stuff dumps the shark or whatever, and it's start getting stupid. So mm. I get it. I feel like it's. I feel like five seasons is a little premature, but I also understand being ready to move on. But I'm excited about this. I was like, what is this show about to be about? But that makes total sense. That's like no, it being kind of go back and look because, like I said, I was like, what is this gonna be like a a rap? a rap competition or something mm-hmm. like we got plenty of those nowadays like i thought she'd be more original Issa, but she <laughs> original and i i am happy like you said on the wake of lose i 
getting ready to lose insecure you know we get more mm-hmm. more creative content from her and so mm-hmm. i'm super excited they're gonna start production this summer in miami yeah. so i definitely <laughs> can't wait you know by the end i'm gonna be back in the states so i ain't gonna have to use no vpn to get my hd <laughs> You can just watch it the rest of us. You know, my TV, Live I tweet. stream it to the TV. Nothing. I can just watch it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be ready. I ain't going to hold you. When I first heard the title of the show, I kind of for a split second thought it was going to be about, you know, uh, her mirror herself. Oh, yeah. Mirror. Mirror I'm like, is she about to get a <laughs> Right, all about rapping in the mirror, girl. Okay. I was gonna say, all right, I'm gonna go with you, Issa, but let's see. <laughs> we gonna see how you make this work, but I'm sure she definitely could have made it work. I feel like if anybody can, Issa can. Exactly. So mm-hmm. that we got a lot of faith in Issa, girl, but I know she can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for a, um, like a master content class or like online class or something did you see that i i saw like the ad for that and i probably should have like stuck my head in there or something that's <laughs> probably i i have no doubt it was worth it worth the time yeah i'm definitely it. sure it's worth it so yeah. but maybe it's still up somewhere huh i said maybe it's still up somewhere i can find I it think it is because I, I think i saw a post about it earlier today okay cool mm-hmm. But I definitely can't wait to see what this show is going to be about. Can't wait to see this final season of Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that that cliffhanger on the end of the season was like, no, we've been waiting three, I know. four whole seasons for this to happen. For you and Lawrence to get it together. And I, I just knew. And so, like, it was just too good to be true. I'm like, mm-hmm. ass gonna pop up pregnant. I already know. <laughs> you know what? At that, that when they had that, like, amazing date, and she kept, like, pressing him, like, we need to talk, mm-hmm. we need to talk. That's when it clicked to me. I was like, oh, Lord, I think she pregnant, Jesus. Yeah, I was like, she pregnant, because ain't no way in here I'm gonna keep hitting you up and you ain't responding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I know he's not interested in her and condolences at this point. Mm-hmm. I, that's when I knew. I said, oh, Lord. Yeah. He's going to drop a bomb on us. Exactly. Uh, I love, that's the kind of stuff I live for, though. Like, yes, yeah, keep us coming back for more. Right? It's like, even though you knew that's what was finna happen, you was just like, yeah. now I need to see if Issa is going to stick around. <laughs> I'm curious. What do you, do you have predictions? I think I need to I need to see the first episode before I make my predictions. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Predictions. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. It's, it could go, it can literally go anywhere at this point. Issa could yeah. peace out on him. Issa could stay. Mm-hmm. And he also is up for the job in, uh, was it San Francisco or something like yeah, that? San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's up with that too? Like, is that going to affect right. him if Issa gonna go with him on that is the baby gonna make him stay now mm-hmm. oh it could go so many ways I feel like you yeah yeah I feel like you we gotta see at least the first episode to see 
Yeah, I need to see the first episode so I can get a feel for how everybody is acting and then, you know, then I can start making some inferences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. I can That's start speculating about what's going to happen. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I hope will happen. Wh- what you hope? I hope Condola comes up this and we don't have to deal with this at all. Girl, and we can just see Issa like, and Lawrence be happy. <laughs> you, and when the thought came to my head, I said, Lord, forgive me. But I was like, <laughs> somebody should just push her down the stairs or something. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say it. I, I was thinking it. I said, we can find condolences in the past, okay, and be done with this. <laughs> yes. Like, let's be happy. Like, I, so the one thing I probably say that, and I mean, it's life. You know what I'm saying? Like you want things to to have that fairy tale ending, but it's always mm-hmm. that couple that you be rooting for, and then yeah. something happened, and it just be like we spent all this time anticipating y'all get back together, and now yeah. this happened, and y'all don't end up together. So it's a it's, um, a, it's a it's a Ross and Rachel. I don't know if you ever got into Friends, but I'm a big I, Friends I, fan. Friends. But yeah, I'm I'm a big Friends fan, and that was like the whole premise, like. Spent eight seasons trying to see if Ross and Rachel will or wouldn't. <laughs> even with uh, the game, you know, with Melanie and Derwin, like, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Like, I probably watched that show when it first came out and was like, oh, Melanie and Derwin, get back together. You know, but then watching it now, and I just be like, like toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Like, ugh, y'all do not need to be together. And then, like, mm-hmm. even after they get together and they, like, making it work, you still just, like, y'all got some real-life issues that y'all need to part ways. Like, it just... Like, that it? I've noticed that with, like, so many of the shows we grew up on, like, all them couples we were rooting for, it's like, mm-hmm. in retrospect, we were like, ooh, girl, right. Like, ooh, y'all make me cringe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But. Getting so, old does to you ruined all our shows. Right. We, now, that, now that we know, we done got some therapy in us, we know. What what's a healthy yep. relationship and what's not? We sitting over here psychoanalyzing like well, he is gaslighting her. Uh-uh. You gonna let him uh-uh. and you gonna go back? You like what is this codependent mess? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, just like um Malcolm and Marie. I'm like, oh that was a lot. I promise you the whole time, like when they stop arguing the first time. I was like, good. They done came to a consensus. Like, okay, now what's gonna happen? You know, like, mm-hmm. are they gonna like we just gonna see them go about the the rest of their life or what? And then it's just like five minutes later, they back arguing. And I'm like, Boom. I was like, after the second argument, I was like, how much longer this got left? I said, cause I cannot. <laughs> I, I had a little, I had a slight headache watching it. I'll be doggone, first of all. I'm talking about in real life. If I sit up and spend one hour and 46 minutes of my life arguing with anybody about anything, unless it's me hitting the lotto and they try not to give it to me, I'm not arguing with nobody <laughs> for almost two hours about nothing. I will leave the house yes. and not return before I do that. I'm like, and they legit sat there. Now, the unrealistic part about that conversation, I feel, was that they was actually stopping and listening to the other person talk. <laughs> you, 
Oh, please, nonsense. In, in <laughs> a real has- argument, I'm walking out on your ass. Like, mm, <laughs> stop mm-hmm. it. I'm going to stop you right here because we not about mm-hmm. to do this all night. No, in a real argument, if I'm quiet, it's because I'm thinking of the next thing I'm going to say. It's not because I'm listening to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and processing what you're telling me. You come into you're realization. Girl, yeah, please. Over here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> please. That was such a mess. And you know what? I'm glad whoever enjoyed it, enjoyed it. Fantastic. Excellent acting, I must say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zendaya and uh, uh, Denzel Baby. As, yeah, uh, yeah. as Justin Collins. <laughs> Denzel Baby, they did that thing. <laughs> I, so I've never seen, like, honestly, I've never seen any Zendaya work because when when she first started, I guess she was on the Disney Channel, and by the time she yeah. was on the Disney Channel, I wasn't watching the Disney Channel no more. So yeah, I yeah. I never saw whatever she was doing on Disney. And then mm-hmm. you know I see her like modeling and those type of things, and so it's just like oh she's a real pretty girl. But if you mm-hmm. think like going from Disney to doing something like that has so a character with so many dimensions, you mm-hmm. know you just mm-hmm. kind of like. Okay, girl, you got some real talent. Yeah, I think I think people started really, really, really taking her seriously as an actress when she started doing uh, Euphoria. Mm-hmm. And I watched I watched Euphoria. I didn't watch this last little special episode they had, but I did watch the the one season they had, and it was it was intense. Like mm-hmm. she played she plays like a, a drug addicted teenager. Mm-hmm. Like she's addicted to opioids, and so you know that whole thing is intense. Yeah, she's got it. For anything involving intensity and madness, she got it. Okay. Because even in the movie, when she was like, she had the knife, and I was really believing, like, oh, girl, you going to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you, you his friend? Ooh. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm over here like, yes, it's sad, him. <laughs> You got that knife. I'm like, yes, do it. <laughs> he didn't thank you. <laughs> and I thank you, girl. And that was my whole issue. I, well, of course, as the argument progressed, like you could tell it was more than just him not saying thank you. But yeah. I was like, we had to go through all of this to get a thank you. To get a thank you. To get a thank you. That was such a ride. It, it was one that a ride. One that I didn't need to go on. <laughs> you know how you'd be like, "Ooh, if I could be a fly on the wall, I wish I could have flew off that wall." <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I saw one of, uh, I saw on Twitter. I think that was this morning. Somebody said third ruler with a toxic couple is lit. <laughs> it made me think of that movie. I'm like, "Ooh, if I could have just been in that house." I have third wheel with a toxic couple before, and it is quite a ride. <laughs> I would have caught the police on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's not okay over like, here. Servants next door. <laughs> you be on your porch. <laughs> this is Karen. There, there's a couple next door, and they're very loud and disturbing us. We're trying to watch TV in peace. Listen, there's some hollering going on over there. Y'all got to go knock on the door, okay? I'm afraid for the woman over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you that neighbor? (laughs) I really ain't that neighbor, child, because 
I feel like this couple used to live across the hall from me. And sometimes mm-hmm. when I just be sitting here in silence, you'll hear somebody be like, ah, or one day I heard <laughs> it like, I will always just hear him yelling. And I'm like, I wonder if he beating this girl. I hope she okay. Mm-hmm. But I ain't never say nothing. Then one day I heard her and she was like, fuck off. And I was like, okay, if she was to beat. She wouldn't say that. So I feel more comfortable with letting them argue. <laughs> Fuck like that. I go, I don't get involved, y'all. I said, let me just let me lock both of my locks. Y'all see, y'all gonna stay out of here. And I also I don't I don't fight, I shoot. And I also can't never remember the police number over here. So I just be like Oh yeah, I'm not 911. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get on Twitter and be like, somebody in the UK call that one. Right. How you down 911 in the UK? number that I would want. Right? But, you know, back back to the, the task at hand. Issa, yes. we went off Issa, on a yes. tangent, but you know, <laughs> it, it was a needed tangent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, Issa, I, I feel like, was it her who was like, I'm rooting for everybody black? That was Issa. That's it. I'm rooting for everybody black. So, I'm rooting for you, Issa girl. Are there are there any black people you're not rooting for? Hmm. I think um I feel like Terry Crews is always saying some problematic <laughs> things. Um so I'm not rooting for him. Uh mm-hmm. what's that the one that just got out of prison they got pardoned? Oh, the river ugly one. Kodak Black. Yeah, Kodak Black. Yeah, Kodak Black. I ain't rooting for his ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert done put that $24 million stone in his Temple head. in the middle of his forehead. Like, you is not on the Marvel comics. What is wrong with you, fool? I'm telling you, another you one. I played the full back. million dollars and did something for your community. Should have. I'm t- playing not a full deck. Mm-mm. Not a full deck. Not a full deck. That made me think of that because Every time I hear that, I'm, I used to say that too. I adopted that from Easter. Like, I'm rooting for everybody black. Then I started thinking about it like, some of these blacks I'm not rooting for. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not rooting for some of these black people. I'm rooting for some of the black folk. I ain't rooting for them all. <laughs> I'm, rooting for, I'm rooting for all the sensible black. <laughs> so that is going to wrap it up for the word on the street this week and now we are going to get into the hot cup of cocoa so this week's hot cup of cocoa tamira has a book called my helps the people and then she Mm -hmm. has her youtube series that she was doing before she had the book and now she Mm -hmm. has the podcast so i read this book and it's pretty much just like a it's it's really like common sense but we all know everybody ain't got common sense it's not that common it's not but kind of like the little banter that we had going on during the word on the street that's pretty much like the tone of the book you know what i'm saying so What exactly yeah. made you, so you say you started the YouTube because it was just like you ranting. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. I would, uh, every Monday I would get on Snapchat and do little videos of me ranting about just the, the, the most mundane, stupid stuff that I would notice people doing or not doing that things that I always considered to just be common knowledge and common sense. Yeah. And it would just really blow my mind. Like, how do people not notice? How do people not know that it's rude to, you know, ask somebody how much you make? <laughs> how do people, <laughs> how do people, how do people not know that when you post happy birthday to somebody on Facebook, that the response is not, oh, my birthday coming up too. How do you, how do, like, how do people just not know right. this stuff? And I would just make like actual notes and stuff I came across, whether it be online or it happened to me in real life. So I'm like, okay, I have to address this on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and, it eventually just became a thing, uh, thanks to one of my friends who told me I could make it a thing. So I actually started taking it more seriously and, uh, like, you know, keeping notes and actually making real videos. And, like, the book came from the video. Yeah. So I think, like, just, a, like I say, just a lot of common sense, things that you would think are common sense are not common So, yeah. but besides like the birthday comments or asking somebody how much money do they make like mm-hmm. what <laughs> what other type of stuff is it like what what is one of the things that stood out the most to you like in in you doing this as far as like maybe the stuff i've noticed yeah something like that mm-hmm. Ooh, i think hmm I think the thing that probably blew my mind the <laughs> blew my mind the most was just like the the lengths that people would go to for attention. I call it in the book, I call it ASB, attention seeking behavior. Yes. That that probably blows me away the most. And I think a lot of people don't even realize when they're doing it. Just like a lot of little subtle things that they do. It's like I you are really doing this for attention. And so that that's something I feel strongly about. Yeah, I say it in the book. When you see somebody doing something for attention, the worst thing you could do is give them attention. Yes, hate so, it. Like people who hop online and just, you know, woe is me, and oh, like they never have a good day. Mm-hmm. Like you've never seen them have one good day. Yeah, like, yo, you just want some attention, dog. I think that's what blows me away the most. Yes. Like, and then so I find myself like the people seeking attention or whatever. Like, because, of course, we all follow people on social media who are people who do these types, these these ASBs, attention seeking mm-hmm. behaviors. And mm-hmm. I found myself distancing myself from folks because they be, or besides them posting the woe is me, or they posting like everything is just so great and da 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 da. But then you talk to them and then you get the woe is me and you be like, now which one is? Or or posting ev- like posting everything that you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I like when I go on vacation, I have to remind myself to to post. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Not because yeah. like I just want to post everything that I'm doing, but you know, I'm doing fun stuff. So, of course, I want people mm-hmm. to see it. And then if you go on a trip, you might want to try it too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm not doing it for attention to be like, look at me, look at me. 
I think that's why it blows me away so much because it takes so many forms. Sometimes yeah. it's people being showy and flashy. Sometimes it's people, you know, acting all gloom and doom. So somebody will come and ask them, girl, what's wrong? Why are you looking so sad? <laughs> it's just, it, it's so many ways. It's like, oh, girl, that all makes of you just, <laughs> That made me think about my raggedy ass ex-husband. He used to post subliminals <laughs> all the time. Like every yeah. to an argument, he'd be done, went on Facebook and said something. And the way he would say it, you would make it, he would make it seem like he was talking about somebody at work, somebody in the street, and his family would legit comment like, cuz who we need to get at, fam. And I'd be sitting there reading these comments like he talking about his whole ass life. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> hell? Who we need to get at, all right? Please come here. Come this way, please. Come this way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be the y'all off my porch. Exactly. You gonna get pepper sprayed out this <laughs> stuff like that. Stuff like that. Doing some liminal so somebody can ask you who you talking about. Mm-hmm. Who we need to pull up on. You just mm-hmm. want some attention because because you whoever you shading, I'm sure you know how to get in contact with them directly. If that's what you really wanted to do. Girl, sitting right next to me talking about my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we friends on Facebook and I can see <sighs> saying about me. <laughs> and it'd be something so specific, like, I know you're talking about me. <laughs> well, one time he's going through my messages, right? Because my mm-hmm. iPad and my iPhone was linked. So I'm messaging my homegirl talking about his ass. <laughs> he reading messages <laughs> as they coming up. And he gets on Facebook and say something in reference to what I said. And I was like, why would you he familiar? I'm like, why would he say that specifically? And then I get home and he like, yeah, I was reading your messages. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I had a feeling this, this had something to do with me. <laughs> Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, girl. It's like people just don't have no clues. Like that's that's kind of the basis for the whole book. Where's the clues? Where's the where whatever happened to Shane? <laughs> like, I, I think Shane needs to come back. <laughs> people found social media and thought yeah. this is the place where I can act like I ain't got no sense. I can do mm-hmm. whatever I want and say whatever I want and there won't be no repercussions. Yep, I can I can do or say anything, and there will be at least one person that will go along with me mm-hmm. and agree with it. Yeah, that's kind of the demon in social media. You can the most asinine thing you will find at least one person that will agree with you on it, and it's like yeah. yikes. Yes, like sometimes I be reading because I think you even mentioned in the book if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all, and. Mm-hmm. On social media, like, especially on, like, the shade room and, you know, these celebrities' pages or whatever, like, people be mm-hmm. saying some of the meanest things ever. Isn't it terrible? Yes. It's terrible. I feel it, like, sometimes I, I see what it is, and I, I be like, let me see what they saying in the comments, because I know mm-hmm. they going in. But I mm-hmm. be feeling even, even more worse for the person when they saying these nasty things on that person's actual page and not just page. like on the shade room or whatever. And it's just like, so y'all don't and keep it, 
about hurting people's feelings. That is, a, I don't think they realize those are humans, man. And like, imagine if every single time you posted something, you had to wade through tens of thousands of this ugly. What's wrong with that baby? Why your big toe? Why her feet so big? Like, I don't, I don't I understand famous people. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I had to say something about Ashanti feet. <laughs> well, I mean, you ain't gonna fact to the facts, you know, but there's a fine line between pointing out the obvious and just being evil, you know? I was like, you know, why your stylist didn't put you in a closed toe shoe? Because them toes is yes. too long. <laughs> <laughs> them Captain Hook. But like, you know, don't get me wrong. We all, I ain't finna sit up here and try to stunt. Like, we all participate in the joke yeah. now. If you go on the shade room, you will probably find my name in the comments saying something smart. Yeah. <laughs> but I draw a line. I draw a line of just being mean. I don't have, like, evil. You can mm-hmm. tell when certain comments are just evil and other ones are just jokes, you know? Yeah, There's yeah. a line. And yeah. some people don't have... Again, no good common sense about where that line is. It's like, what in you will make you comfortable to say that to another human? Yeah. Some of the stuff these people say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about people, kids. Oh, yikes. What's wrong with y'all? What happened to kids being off limits? I ain't really going to say mamas be off limits because people love oh, you. No. Like, your mama's so fat, your mama's so ugly, and so forth and so on. So. I don't know. Ain't no grown folks off limits. <laughs> <laughs> But the babies, I leave the babies supposed to be off limits. Yeah, these people, man, it's they another breed, man. Mm. I just and, and it makes you wonder, honestly, because I know uh, we both like do like this podcasting thing, and in a best case scenario for us, it takes off and we gain a a, a sizable uh-huh. audience. Yeah, but it's like, do you want everything that comes with it, though? Because I know we follow a lot of the same podcasts, and we you can see in the comments some of the wild remarks that they make to these people. It's like, man, yeah, ah, do I want this? Do I not? Can right. I deal with this? This yeah. part of it, you know? Because even like doing the podcast, like I know my podcast is more like a personal type thing. So you mm-hmm. are going to learn a lot about me and like things that I've been through and, you know, that type of thing. And so mm-hmm. I was afraid initially to be like, do I want to open myself up to put my life out there like that? You know, yeah. because a lot of the things I talk about are normally things that I would not tell everybody. It'll just be mm-hmm. like, I tell my close circle, this, this just what we know. But now it's yeah. like the whole world knows. Because I know, like, Mm -hmm. even, like, going through my divorce, like, I never posted I was getting a divorce. It was just, Mm -hmm. like, I posted I got married one day, and everybody was like, damn, when that happened? Like, we was all in love and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing, you know, he just wasn't in no more pictures. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? That blows me too when people do. I ain't talking about you, but because you, like, you know, you pretty much, like you say, this podcast, so you open book. Yeah. But like, when people do things like <laughs> you take us on this ride of you falling in love with this person, and we watch y'all be, we watch y'all date, you tell us about all your dates, uh, your engagement, the wedding, all your marital bliss afterwards, then when it don't work out no more, 
you want me, you want us to respect your privacy. Like you brought us along on this ride. This is right. our divorce now. You have, we have a right to know what happened to our brother-in-law. <laughs> and the babies, when they be pregnant, they be, oh, I'm we pregnant, and you this my fifth my fifth month checkup or whatever. I'm this many weeks, and then the baby come and it be like, I don't want to post my baby, respect our privacy. And I'd be like, girl, where's my niece or nephew? Like, do where's not my nephew. <laughs> Now, I do understand, like, not wanting to put a fresh baby up because they are all funny looking for the yeah. first few months. Nice but, like, at least give us a hand or a back of the head or something. Let us know that they You know, like, I need did. She said, this the baby. And all you saw was the back of the head. <laughs> she the one that, well, she the one that was like, I ain't going to hold y'all. He feel ugly right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Somebody kept like pressing. It was one of them girls. Somebody kept pressing them for like baby pictures. She was like, I ain't gonna hold y'all. He's still ugly right now. I got y'all later. <laughs> this is just the back of the head. <laughs> Show us something. Don't be don't be bringing us along on the ride and then then trying to invite us. Up. That's what uh, Lovey said. <laughs> Lovey said that you can't once you invite people in, you can't uninvite them. Mm, yep. That's the truth. Like you can't uninvite folks once you done invited them in. Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely think social media has taken away people's common sense or just etiquette. You know what I'm saying? Like people mm-hmm. just don't understand boundaries, social no. boundaries anymore. None. It's it's scary almost. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary. It's like ooh. it's like uh, I think it adds to a level of connectivity that we didn't have prior. Like we come from that generation that knew life before the internet and after. Yeah. So we still had like the upbringing and the, and like the respect for space and boundaries. Right. We came up, if you wanted to talk to your favorite celebrity, you had to write them a mail, a fan mail letter. Fan hope mail, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now you could just. Or hope and pray and some backstage passes. <laughs> right. And you know, I think that's why we treated celebrities so good back then. Cause we had to go through so much. Yeah. <laughs> get something from us. Oh, we had to go through a lot for a little. You had to, like mm-hmm. you said, call radio stations, yep. have three people on the line, give you right. tickets. <laughs> and by the time you did it, you wasn't trying to be on no bull with these people. You was appreciative. Mm-hmm. So now everything comes so easy and it's so accessible. Mm-hmm. They feel like they can just, you know, there's no boundary there. They can talk to these people crazy like they now, know. Now, one, one celebrity I feel like we do not have access to is Beyonce. Mm-mm. She gave she gave you what she wants you to have exactly, and you don't get no more, no less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just like uh, old boy tried to clown Jay Z. Uh, what was my man named who was getting a, uh, a BBL on live? Was it Saucy uh, Santana? Uh, no, nah, it was no, nah, it was a uh, it was a dude. Well, Saucy Santana a dude, but it was already Funk Master Flake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Oh, uh, he's like, uh, Jay-Z is one of the most sensitive in the world. That's why he don't have social media. But it's like, good. If you know you're sensitive and you know that stuff affects you, staying off social media is probably the move. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no shame in that. Yeah. Ain't no shame in that, Jigga. You know he's sensitive. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with, you know your strength and your weaknesses, and you play to mm-hmm. your strengths. Yep. Mm-hmm. You keep being a billionaire. Don't worry about what they talking about. 
Like with Jay Z and Beyonce, we still getting select interviews. You know what I'm saying? Select appearances, select mm-hmm. posts. Like mm-hmm. Beyonce don't post nothing personal. I feel like really? the only personal side of Beyonce that we get is probably from Miss Tina. Yep, I think she was on Instagram like two years before she ever posted a picture with a caption. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I remember like everybody went wild like. Y'all be up for them posted captions. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, yeah, because she never posts no captions. Mm-mm. And I, you know what? And that's why, but you notice people respect her differently too because they have, they don't have that access, that same access to her. Right. People ain't finna be coming at her crazy the same way they do whomsoever else. Yeah. So what is your... So we talked about kind of like what was the most common thing or the most shocking thing. What is your mm-hmm. favorite part of the book? <laughs> I think my favorite part of the book would probably be, um, I have two favorites. It's one part that makes me laugh, but it's the other part that takes me to um, The part about the uh, etiquette of newborn babies. Mm. I enjoy it right in that. Because I say yeah. people newborns all the time. So writing that and doing a video about it was fun. Mm. That that's a favorite part of mine. Another favorite part is when I talk about um backhanded compliments. I enjoy writing that one as well because that that's kind of a, a, a big issue that we don't address. And because people think a lot of people think shade is just, you know, aggressive, nasty. But then there's nice nasty, then there's passive aggressive, then there's microaggressive. Subtle shade, and sometimes that goes under the radar, mm-hmm. and it needs to be addressed as well. So I enjoy writing the uh, the backhand backhanded compliment chapter two. So one backhanded compliment that grinds my gears is you cute for a dark skin girl. Mm-hmm. So yep. dark skin people can't be cute. Yep. Any anytime you gotta say you you blank for for a blank that for a that's who you know somebody about to say some crap. You right. you cute for this. You you smart to have went to public school. You so well spoken. I'm like what? Should I not be? Should I not be? Mm-hmm. You uh you pretty look pretty for a fat girl. Pretty for a dark skinned girl. You know stuff like that. It oh it makes me itch. I don't like yeah, it. it like that is the worst like why you just can't say oh you're really pretty or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying why you gotta add the other part to it or, or when they feel like they give you a compliment when a nigga say stuff like yeah I'm not I'm not normally in the dark skin girls but she could get it you could get I, I normally I normally don't go for big girls but you could get it right <laughs> Like, that is not going to make me want to talk to you, you saying this. You couldn't get it, Phil. Right. You can't get it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't like that. And the sad part is a lot of people think they're really genuinely paying you a compliment when mm-hmm. they say stuff like that. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's actually more offensive than it is complimentary. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, oh, so kind of like... Well, Danny, I think her name Danny Lee or Danny Lay or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, this is not a compliment that she gave, but you know, it, and it kind of backfired in her face. She made that yeah. song "Yellow Bone," what he like or what he want or whatever. And mm-hmm. then, you know, people, or I think she said something like in one of the comments I read her say, "I read, yeah, I read her say that." Um, she was like, "It's just like," or somebody was saying, "It's just like," you know, other people like putting on for dark skinned girls or whatever and it's like mm-hmm. no 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 it's not the same mm-hmm. because light skin has always been glorified the preference yeah the reason they have songs or people make it a point to be like dark skinned girls are pretty or I stand for the dark skin actresses or whatever is because yeah. there was a time where you didn't see that in, right. In the- Every everybody knows yellow bones is what is like because they're the ones who've been getting ahead all the time. <laughs> we know that, we right? Know. And furthermore, that's for black folks. You Dominicans, whatever she is, and they they put up the receipts on them lace parents. They, they ain't not a black nowhere. So I'll let that red bone talk, and this, that is for black folks. That wasn't <laughs> you for you to be participating in no way. That's for black folks. Come back to me, yellow bone. What is that? <laughs> Girl, don't let the don't let the baby get you beat up now. <laughs> don't let the baby get you beat up. He right. been, he been ducked off and, and single like she is now. <laughs> he done went on and found him another yellow bone. Exactly. I'm like, girl, bye. Like, and you would think at at, at this time, at in this point, that mm-hmm. that would not be a thing, like still light skins versus the dark skins you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like so the fact that you felt the need to make that lets you know that you're dealing with a a deeper issue yeah we'll work that out on your own time yeah because i feel (laughs) like that that whole yellow bone what he liked was to try and get at his baby mama and you know she's on the darker she ain't dark but she's brown yeah yeah it's just like why? Why did you have to do that? I, of all the things you could say, you know, I'm better than your BM. I'm smarter than your BM. I'm more successful than your BM. I'm, I'm more famous than your BM. BM I'm younger than your BM. The, the poopy popping better than your BM. <laughs> yellow bone is where you went. Right. He liked me because I'm yellow. Girl, you you could have said your wife better something like exactly what? a million things a million different like women are so creative and saving each other a million different ways you could have said you were better than his bm for whatever reasons you think you are but it's because you're yellow is what you went for right <laughs> girl i tell you other people's children other people's children <laughs> i like that is there another people's children shirt coming? <laughs> <laughs> I would like I would like one extra large, please. <laughs> okay, girl, I got you. <laughs> but you know, uh, other people's children with the shot glass. <laughs> right, with the shot glass, like hey. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I definitely think like your book is a good read. You know, it's not super long because, you know, people got lots and lots of things to do, but it's something you can just, you know, maybe before you go to bed, you read a chapter or whatever, get you a good Mm -hmm. laugh in, 
you know, just something lighthearted to to go to sleep to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is is it on audio too or? No, I'm uh, I'm in the process of working on recording the audio book because oh. that was like the that was like the number one piece of feedback I got from everybody when I first released it. They like, man, I read this in your voice. So I was like, maybe audio book, <laughs> maybe audio book would be nice. But yeah, I tried to write a book that I would want to read. Um, I have an extremely short attention span. As mm-hmm. much as I like to read, I have no attention span whatsoever. So. I, I didn't want it to be too lengthy. I didn't want it to be too wordy and mm. verbose. I just wanted it to be fun, a fun, easy read. One that hopefully keeps you engaged long enough to finish it eventually. Yeah. And that's all I wanted. Yeah. So I, I definitely think you achieved that when you wrote this book. And she, like, she funny, y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all definitely need to, like, read the book go look at her YouTube or whatever because <laughs> you will get you a good laugh. And I think we yeah. can all relate to like something happening to us in the day and then wanting to talk to somebody, like rant to somebody and be like, you will not believe what just happened to me. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I think we can all relate to the things that she is saying. And I think it take us back to some of the basics that, you know, we grew up off of. Like if you ain't got nothing nice, don't say nothing yeah. at all. Or, yeah. you know, just it's certain things you, you ask people and you don't ask people. You know, like yeah. social media. You know the, you know what it is, man. We was raised. I feel like a lot of a lot of us we were just raised, man. <laughs> and these these new kids, they raised themselves. Yeah. I could raise these kids. Unfortunately. I think they just ain't got a lot of you know, manners. Mm-hmm. You know, when you walk into the room, you speak. <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. When grown folks talk and you don't talk. <laughs> You don't talk. Even if you go stick around and try to ear hustle and listen, at least be low key with it. Yeah. Children should be seen and not heard. Yeah. And I know a lot of the new newer parents are like, oh, that's that's toxic or bad parents. I still believe in that to a degree. Kids ain't shouldn't be saying a whole lot. <laughs> to, yeah. You know, an adult when adults is talking, you should ask Louis if they sit behind there and don't be saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and don't be repeat what you hear either. <laughs> See, but that is all stuff we learned. Didn't, didn't our mama teach us that? Don't mm-hmm. don't take this stuff outside the house. Yes. You know? Don't, so, be, repeating, don't be repeating that. My yeah. mother was good for that. She'd be like, now listen, don't repeat this. Because you knew, because you knew that if it did ever get out, right? <laughs> Somebody was gonna be getting a wolf. <laughs> Straight like that. Straight but, like that. You know, I I think it's like I said, it's funny. Like we can laugh about it now, you know. But as mm-hmm. a kid, like somebody telling you this, you like, man, I'm like trying to hear that. You know, mm-hmm. but like as an adult, you can laugh about that type of stuff, and then. Like yep. you see kids in the street and you be like, boy, my mama would tow my ass. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, and, that, I, and I'm I'm team. I need, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I am team beating. Every time one of my friends or something, they look kids, I'm like, you better beat her. <laughs> Girl, whenever I see children getting whooped or you know, like parents is getting on their kids, I be like, yeah, right on. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> 
<laughs> and I felt like a terrible person for that. I'm like, I should not get this much joy and glee and discipline. Girl, I <laughs> so get so somebody get snatched up, I'll be like, yes, get up. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> yes. So, and like, I have like really close relationships with my friends and they kids. So they always be like, you know, if you have to, you you can't spank them or whoop them or whatever. And mm-hmm. I just be like, I can't do it. I, I just can't bring myself to do it. But I don't have it in me either. One but time, I, want you to do it. <laughs> I had to let loose on somebody. <laughs> on, somebody on somebody's child. On somebody's yeah. child. Like, he had, um, what what is that? Like, uh, abandonment issues or whatever. Like, he couldn't, she couldn't walk out the room without him hollering oh. or attachment issues. Attach, yeah. Attachment. And so it, it was like everywhere she went, he had to go. And so one day we were going somewhere and she was driving mm-hmm. and he was just hollering, hollering, hollering. And I I can tune it out. It, it don't bother me none. You know what I'm saying? Because I can talk over your ass. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not going to stop my show. But I just so happened to turn around and that fool had like crawled himself from up under his seatbelt and was like mm. bucking so hard. Girl, he was about to fall in the floor. So uh-huh. I'm trying to get him back in the seatbelt and he just hollering and bucking. And I'm like, calm down, calm down. Like, it's going to be all right. <laughs> and before I knew it, I was like, you better stop. <laughs> That's it. Straight up. <laughs> And I felt so bad afterwards. Black, did you black out on it? <laughs> I'm happy, child, because I was when just, I came, like, it was like, when I came to, and I was like, I'm about to whoop your ass. <laughs> I heard you like, and when, when I came to, right. quiet. <laughs> and when I woke up, you quiet. at me like, did she just, I sure the hell did. <laughs> I, I never understand that. Now I don't have kids. I don't see it in my future. But it's always that always is above and beyond me when I see parents that just can't get no control over of over a two year old. Mm-hmm. How is this little person who is one third your size <laughs> and has can't even can't even pee <laughs> in the toilet? They had as much control over your day to day life. You can't you can't hold a conversation on the phone. For them, I, that blows me. That's why I'm always like, "Girl, fuck me up." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't speak on it. You know, I don't have no kids either. Um, and maybe it's just one of those things because you know, nowadays it's not as acceptable to be whooping on your kids. So maybe just, people uh-huh. just act accordingly when they yeah. out in the street. You know? Yeah. And when they get home, hey. they tear that ass up. <laughs> I like see, but see, I was I was getting I was getting the beating at the appropriate time so that when we got out of public, I wasn't calling no more mama. Was too scared to try. <laughs> I was too scared to try, you know. I just remember my grandma being like, "Now we about to go in this store. Don't you ask for nothing. Don't you touch nothing. Touch nothing. That's it. I, I don't recall. I don't recall ever in my childhood going in the store and actually asking for nothing. <laughs> Only thing she ever let us touch was the little. Uh, you remember the red things that stick out the aisle with the coupons? You snatched oh, the coupons. <laughs> she let us play with those. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Go home with a, a, a handful of coupons. <laughs> It'd be like, beep, beep. <laughs> Only thing we can touch in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God bless all the parents. They doing they doing uh, hard work out here. Especially it, it looks be- it looks very ghetto. It looks very ghetto to me. I'll be honest. Yeah. It looks very ghetto. It looks like suffering and strife, and I don't want any parts of it. So God bless the parents. I love y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you, I used to have this thought that I wanted to be a stay at home parent for yeah. just a little while. Not not a long time, but just a little while. You know, teach my mm-hmm. kids things. But after seeing what these parents been going through during this lockdown and quarantine and all this, I'm like, mm-mm, negative. Yeah. Send your ass on to the school or whoever gonna keep yeah. your asses during the day. Because I and God forbid, like, and I'm like, I and I'm not even laughing when I say this. I was hearing like, like the the domestic abuse and violence rates and stuff been going up since quarantine, like with couples, with parents and their kids. Cause they together so much and they just losing it on each other. Yeah. So God bless that. Yeah. So God, God bless y'all out there. They got the children's cause I'm not ready. Y'all that haven't knocked your kids heads off yet. God bless y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but Tamara, I appreciate you coming on this show. You're going to have to have me on your show girl one day. Please, absolutely. I would love to. <laughs> Just I have a ball, man. Huh? This ain't this ain't even work here, child. This is a good time for me. I love to get running my mouth. <laughs> Facts. But um, yes, man. You want to <laughs> go ahead and like give us your final words for my helps to people. Man, if the title of my book is Govern Yourself. And that is like always my advice for anybody. Worry about yourself, mind your business, act like you've been taught. If you haven't been taught, you can read my book and be taught. (laughs) (laughs) Act like you've been trained and raised. Don't embarrass your mama. You know, just govern yourself. Act act like be a good be a good human, be a good citizen, be good to other people as often as you can. I know that can be a task. (laughs) But yeah, man, just like most of most of the problems in this world is just caused by people not minding their business. Mm-hmm. I've come to find out. So just manage yourself. Like worry about yourself. Like make sure you being a decent human being. And I promise you, your path will be that much more easier. <laughs> so just govern yourself is always my advice. Yes. Don't be worried about what other people got going on. Just mind your yeah. own business. Mind the business yeah. that pays you. Okay. Mind it. Mind it. Yes. Mind it. So if you want to go ahead and tell people where they can follow you at on social media, where they can buy your book at. Sure. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Tamira88. That's T-A-M-Y-R-A and two number eight. You can follow me there. If you go to the link in my bio on there, it'll lead you to uh, the link where you can listen to my podcast. It'll lead you to my YouTube you could uh, catch up on all my old videos. It'll also be a link uh, where you could buy my book. My book is also available uh, on Amazon. Uh, Govern Yourself by Tamara Andrews is what it's called. Um, now, I will tell you, you can also get it from me directly on my little square site page. It's a little bit cheaper if you get it from me. Okay. So, wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's a little bit cheaper <laughs> if you get it from me. And if you get it from me, I'll sign it. It'll come signed, and it'll come with a little bookmark in it. 
can't get that on Amazon. So oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I should actually buy a physical book because I just bought it on Kindle. Oh no, no, no! I got you. You know, we'll talk after this. I, I okay, need okay. your book. <laughs> But, you, get the, you get the old you get the old friends hook up. I, I, oh, thanks, boo. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, again, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. You can follow me on social media at on Instagram at Kikian with Coco. My Twitter is at Kikian with Coco, and I have a Facebook page at Kikian with Coco. And my website, www.kikianwithcocopodcast.com. You can catch up on all the episodes for um, the podcast and you can grab merch on there. So for the month of February, all of my I'm Black 25.8 t-shirts are on sale for $15. So go ahead, copy one, get your friend a shirt. You know, we need to be uplifting the Black people and that's what these shirts are meant to do just to take pride in that. So go ahead, cop you a t-shirt, and until next time, bye. Bye.